And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Cover Coaching is renowned for using the world's number one soccer skill teaching methods. With numerous camps in Ireland and a mid-term camp in Carton House. Joining us on the line is Cover Coaching, Leinster Stewart. Stewart, welcome to the big kickoff. Good morning, guys. How are you? How are you doing, Stuart? Oh, thank God. <laughs> there was a panic there. Uh, listen, Stuart, for those who aren't familiar with Cover Coaching, can you give a brief history on how it all started up and the purpose behind its creation? Yeah, um, the purpose of it was uh, trying to develop technical players. Um, and I suppose go back to the 70s, uh, it was started by a guy called Will Cover. Um, he left the 78 Dutch after the World Cup, which was probably one of the best football teams ever. He went off to the States and um, then he ended up travelling the world to have a look at players like Cruyff, Beckenbar, how did they become the best in the world. Yeah. Um, he went off to the States, set up a camp, and then one day uh, a guy called Alf Galuston, who was a coach um, from Wimbledon in the UK, and uh, Charlie Cook, who was... Charlie was uh, top top player Scottish international player for Chelsea walking through met Will saw him doing a ball mastery session the guys sat down had a cup of tea and in 1984 Cover was born and uh, since then as football has evolved the guys have evolved the curriculum uh, Will passed away then in 2011 and the guys have continued and now we're uh, to date we're in 47 countries worldwide <laughs> um, so and then work with some of the top world federations and clubs that's and it's, it's well known, but I'll be, it's it's very, I find it very funny that the amount of people who actually don't know cover coaching, even though it's world renowned and it's in a lot of academies in throughout Europe. Um, do you guys many people who just don't know who you are? Yeah, I suppose we started three years ago with nineteen players in Santry. Right. Um, today, up to date, we'd have probably over three hundred players in our academy. Um, we have four partner clubs and we also work with the KDUL the NDSL and the Midland Schoolboy League and yet I still go up to people and they still say what's it all about <laughs> you know we've never heard of it there's a lot of misconceptions about it as well because a lot of people will say ah oh, you know it's flicks and tricks and it's you know it's for our kids starting out it's not this This is used last week I was across in Lisbon and we have uh, some players over there with an elite squad that we do with Benfica every year and they do it with their first team. Right, you know? right. So, unfortunately, that's the misconception that people have, but it does work right up to right up to senior level. Why do you think we, and it's seen all around the world, why do you think we're, we're seen as a technically below-par country um, here in Ireland? Um, I suppose uh, you, see, you see it like many young players, they arrive you know, at senior games or they arrive with their teams and they struggle under pressure. Um, and you can see it sometimes in the first team that the, the pressure of time and space and physical contact and I think they, we, we lack sometimes now we, we do have technically gifted players but we lack the foundation of the, the individual skill I suppose in small group play that you need to succeed um, so for us uh, it, it's trying to develop that you know and then obviously if we can develop these players at young ages the rest is easy yeah and the, the, the key now as you said it can be used at any age as in uh, senior teams as well can use it but the key is to get them as young as possible to learn basically to enjoy the football 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we would have our our, if you like, teachings would be in three age groups. We would have four to six year olds, and that's the foundation. You're trying to get these kids to fall in love with the game, work in coordination. So that's our first skills program. Um, and then when you get to seven to elevens, you're looking at you know the golden ages of kind of skill learning and skill development. And then we find if the, if those kids are with us. And, from the time they're four to twelve, then you can start working on team shape. You know, from twelve to sixteen. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it, it comes up, crops up a lot in coach ed. You'll get guys will say to you, um, I, "I want to try and, uh, you know, I want to pass and stuff. I want to play from the back." And I said, "Right, that's fine, but what's letting you down? We can't pass the ball. Yeah. We can't <laughs> control the ball. So it's very difficult unless you can pass." receive, control the ball, it's very difficult to implement any team ethos or any team style. Yeah, yeah, and that's it uh, we've seen it with, with the FAI and, their, and certain plans that they have and they're talking about building out from the back and, and what have you but they actually haven't built in anything that gives the, the, the children the technical ability to be able to do that, that, that sort of uh, game Yeah, well look what we do goes hand in hand like, with the player development plan um, I'm a big fan of it, I think the the small-sided stuff, uh, the small-sided games, it, it's given players a lot more time in the ball. Um, so again, if you know, if you can implement as a coach, if you can implement the technical, if you like, uh, development of players and put it into this plan, yeah. then the future is good for yeah. uh, for Irish football. You know, well, co- cover coaching be more about dealing as you said the the, the technical plan from, from the FAI is you know give them a bit of time on the ball to uh, you know to be able to use it but cover coaching is kind of the, the complete opposite to that if you want they are looking to teach you how to deal with pressure pre- a bit of pressure on the ball so you can deal with the, the use the skills that are, are you're developing in a pressurized situation is that right we would yeah yeah like in our beliefs are that your team system is dependent on the individual. Yeah. So if you look at, you know, Barcelona against uh, Real Madrid, nil all, generally it's Ronaldo or Messi. That's the difference. So we're trying to teach that to these players so that can we develop that individual first um, and then look at, obviously, team systems then are, if you like, the, the better teams. It's the small group play, so it's the combinations between having three really good, technically gifted players. So Barcelona, you look at Suarez when you had Neymar and Messi. That's the difference between good teams and really, really good teams. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Nice. that's where we're coming from. We're trying to show these kids where, how the game bre- breaking the game down. It's like anything, you know. You don't you don't just come home from school tomorrow and decide I'm going to operate my cat because I want to be a vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be broke down so we break it down the end goal for us is 11v11 but we take it right back to the 1v1 yeah yeah. so you'd obviously push more Stuart in the relation like when you watch continental uh, football compared to say the Brit- Britain and Ireland if there's a line of sight between you and the player just give it to him because his touch and his control will be good enough while over here in Britain and Ireland it's very much you have to be five like a five yard radius of uh, free before they give it if there's a line of sight between you and the man just give it to him and let him do his touch and put it in the right area to then go on to the next guy um, yeah yeah look look, uh, we're not saying that you know this game is right or that country yeah. plays right it's different everywhere it's a different mentality it's like uh, I'll go back to it we have we have a couple of Irish guys out playing in the squads in, in Benfica hmm. now a couple of them are technically very good but they like a good challenge you know <laughs> And everything stopped. It's, it, even though they do a lot of one v ones, 
it's uh, it's it's a different game. So these players are where before they're coming in, they're winning a tackle hard, and then they're playing. It's difficult for them to adapt. So each country obviously has, you know, I suppose different rules or different different ways that they train. So it's finding it's finding the right way at the time. You know, again, it just goes back to development of the kids. Are, are you going to get time in England to develop these players to change the game? I don't know. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, working over here, are you going to? Do follow the cover coaching way, but with a little Irish stamp on it, or is it very much the cover way? Um, no, I think it's the cover way because you've got to believe in what you're teaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if I work with senior teams, um, that's that's what I do. I, I coach the uh, the Irish men's deaf team, and hmm. uh, we do an awful lot of it. Obviously, we have to work on tactics, but in training, the the guys love it. Men are the biggest kids. <laughs> you know, it's something different. They don't want to run around a pitch. They don't True. want to get into you know eleven v elevens. I've done this for you know the last three or four years when I was coaching the team, um, and the boys loved it, and we got a great response from them because it's just fast. You know, it's four v fours, three v threes, three v twos. It's quick. It's something different that they haven't done. And again, a really good quote in the, uh, you've seen on social media there, Alex Ferguson. Yeah. You're never too old to do technical training. Yeah. True. Never. Yeah. You know. So again, uh, I, I think this is this is something that the country needs, and um, and hopefully we can help deliver it. You know, over the coming years. Just on uh, the programs, I, I know the first skills program is, is is basically again enjoying enjoying the football, but learning uh, skills probably to get you out of different situations or how to beat a man and etc. The one v one kind of things. But when you go up to the performance academy and the high performance academy, I think the high performance academy is eleven to sixteen. Is that right? Um, high performance. We have uh, we've a couple of different different models in it. We have a ten to twelve. Yeah. Um, and then we have 12 to 16, yeah. We, what we found is that little age group of 10 to 12 kind of gets left out. They're not. They're, 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 they actually miss out on a lot of this elite football um, or, um, you know, elite squads. So we've introduced a 10 to 12 where um, we'll work on what's called the covert box trap style. Yeah. And it's pushing those players. It's just It's, it's just giving them a little bit more that we fe- we feel that it's not there for that age group, and it's been a big success. We have thirty six players in the program in Dublin, um, and we have uh, eighteen up in Newry, and we're going to look at extending because it, the feedback from it has been really really good. It, it says that there's a, obviously the technical side of things, but a psychological program as well. What's the psychological end of it? Um, yeah, so if you, if you go back to to uh, what the what Will Cover was trying to develop in 1984, they started with they wanted to develop the Cover kid, so it was someone that was skilled, confident, creative. Yeah. Um, we'd have five components then, and that you're looking at obviously competition is the core of 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 development, but you've got sense of where to be on the pitch. You've also got uh, strength. Now that is where the psychological part of it comes in. It's physical strength and mental strength. So from an early age, we're trying to develop. We play full pressure one v ones from four, um, and again, if you have two players who are constantly playing that, all they value is the ball. Yeah. They don't value. You see it before, like a, a kid will get hit hard in a one v one. He just wants to get up and get after the player and give him a kick. Yeah, yeah. Whereas our students or our players, they value the ball. So if they're hit hard and if they fall over, it's up and let's win the next ball. Let's yeah. win the second ball. So that's where the psychological if you like uh, part of the game comes in right. 
Um, and it, obviously, you know, having a good sense of where to be on the pitch. We also have speed and we do a lot of work on speed. So again, physical and mental speed. Yeah. So your reaction. So again, um, even though it's technical, uh, it's technical work. The kids are also working inside their head as well. Yeah. So in relation to that, who would be kind of your reference point in the in the professional game that would follow that for you guys? For us, um, as in the players? Yeah, like uh, not one, several. What kind of players would you kind of go, he'd be technically kind of what, what, what we're, we're selling, if you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, we, what we, we'd use star models. So yeah. depending on what we're trying to get across to a player, if we're talking about somebody that, okay, he can control a ball, he can run with the ball and travel well with it and do something, you know, he can create something. You're looking at Robin. Yeah. Um, if you look at uh, somebody who creates an awful lot of opportunities, you know, obviously he's moved on, would, would be someone like Douglas Costa or Coleman at Bayern Munich. They create an awful lot of chances for mm-hmm. Muller and Lewandowski to score. You've mm-hmm. all, obviously got Messi, you know, um, if you're talking about control and touch. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's loads of these players out there, Robin. Um, Lewandowski, uh, you know, even uh, players like Abamyang, where to be in the box. So again, there's, there's plenty of players there that you can use as a reference point and get the kids like they're, they're online all the time. Mm. Get them to have a look at these videos before they come into your session. Um, like we would do, play like the stars teams camps, and we'd have a different player every day. So we'd sit the kids down, show them the video, break it down, and then go onto the pitch and show them how these players develop these these moves so I suppose there's no one player that we're looking to to be because again different heights different exactly. you know different faster positions. players slower players yeah but um, but you know it's got to be it's got to be messy for us he's, he's probably the yeah. the best ever on the loneliest position in the world sometimes the goalkeeper <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what angle do you take with goalkeepers um, my personal opinion is, and there's a lot of guys will vouch for this. If I'm doing a team, he, my goalkeeper is my best player. Right. Um, he's he'd be involved in all our training. Obviously, he's got to get specific training uh, because he uses hands. But I would encourage my keeper to play out because if you think about it, he's the one player who's pressed constantly. Sure. He's got to switch the ball left side and right side. He's got to receive it both sides to play out the other side. If he makes one mistake. It costs a goal. It can cost a team. Whereas you know, if a midfielder makes a mistake, there's still four or five players behind him to to help him. So for us, he's got to be the quickest. He's technically very good. He's got to be mentally strong, um, as well as physically. So uh, yeah, goalkeepers. Do you, do you do you cater for the goalkeeping? Uh, is it all just footwork with the goalkeepers that you you, you deal with, or, or what, what angle do you go with that? Um, no, a couple of years ago we brought in uh, uh, IPK, so Irish pro keepers, yeah. to work with our goalkeepers. So we've trained them up. We've we have two coaches that are dual coaches, right. so they're goalkeepers and they're outfield players. So we've tried to find the, the nice bit of cohesion between ball mastery uh, for the for these guys, so they, they're footballers, but also you know through uh, they, they, we understand that they have to use their hands they have to come for crosses yeah it's a different art uh, yeah exactly so it, it was finding a good way and somebody that will be open minded enough to, to try and take our uh, if you like our ethos on board and they have yeah and uh, I, I love cover coaching I love the, the drills I love the, the, the pressure I love the uh, and the biggest thing is is that as you said uh, about the big kids the, the adults 
they love it. They enjoy the training sessions. But the the small kids, they adore it, and they and and they want. They beg and ask, "Can we do this? Can we do that game?" And <laughs> look, they always come back to it. So I use it all the time. But going on to coaching, there is a coach coach education pathway. Uh, I've done up to youth diploma one myself. Um, you have the intro. You have youth diploma one, uh, youth diploma two, and I think there's modules as well. Can you just go into the, the coach education if anyone's interested? Yeah, uh, we would start with uh, the cover module one. So it's basically an introduction to um, to the foundation and cover, the history of cover, um, and what we're trying to develop. And then you would have a session that would probably give you eight to twelve weeks of of planning and work. You move on to the intro, which is a, it, it's all it's almost a, it's a new standalone course. It's developed around the one v one topic, so change of direction, feints, stops and starts. Um, you get into youth diploma, as you said, youth diploma one, which is session planning. Youth diploma two, which is your box trap. So you're looking at the eleven aside. You know, we have developed over the last three years modules for clubs. Right. So you you might like yourself. You know, you've done youth diploma. Um, you might be at a club where ten or twelve guys have done their youth diploma one. Yeah. This is these are individual team topics. So it could be developing the technical defender. Um, uh, attacking an overload, so they're teams topics, if you like, that are available to clubs to uh, to, to, to pay for to bring us in. Okay. And you know, generally they're an hour and a half session, two hours. We do a video presentation. Coaches would get obviously uh, the information, the session plan, and then that, we go out in the pitch and do it with the teams. That would only be if they've done maybe the youth diploma one already, is it? No, no, no. It's a, it's, it's our coach level. education system. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's open to uh, it's open to clubs out there. Just out of pure uh, selfish interest, the U Diploma Two. Uh, when is it on? U Diploma Two. We're looking at delivering it next year. Um, we 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 did one last last year. We opened some dock. And <laughs> Alf was there, wasn't he? Alf Alf delivered it. Yeah. No, so um, hopefully next year, two thousand eighteen, we're going to try and get it the first part of the year because there's been quite a bit of interest in it. Um, again, it, it depends on Alf and uh, if Charlie's about in Europe yeah. to, to deliver it. Uh, so hopefully we'll have news of that before Christmas and we'll have it launched. Great. Uh, and that, just on going into 11v11, how, how does that... Because uh, I've always seen Cover as the individual 1v1, 2v2s. How do, how do you incorporate it in 11v11s? Um, well, we we obviously have the, the box trap style, which is, if, if you like, uh, you know, pressing pressing game. Um, but we break the 11-a-side 11, the 11 game down into 4v3s, you know, uh, basically your units. How do your units play together? So if you're back four and playing image of six against three attackers, um, how do we then create in midfield? Um, how do we create then in the final third and how, how we score? So that's that's basically what the box trap style is and that's as you, as you said it's covered in new diploma too so we would we would still break it down but we're making it a little bit more complex because obviously now we're looking at you know these guys are 12 to 16 we've already developed them technically now we're trying to get them into the game so how does he play in the game how does he play in certain positions how does he play with other players or combine with other players so that's what that's how we teach the 11 aside game well, I can't I can't recommend cover coach and uh uh, well I do I recommend it to everyone uh, enough I can't uh, recommend it uh, 
you have a half-term sports camp uh, play like the pros up in Carton House. Now, this is intertwined with a few different... Co- rugby and GAA, I think. Golf, is it? Oh, golf, apologies. Golf. golf, golf. How, how did this come about? And, and again, if, 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 I, if someone wants to bring up little Timmy to the, <laughs> to the, to the course, what did they get out of it? Yeah, well, it, it came about, first of all... Um, we would have obviously a lot of teams looking to come over and do stuff we had a couple of American teams over last year uh, they travelled to Ireland and we were looking for a venue that we could give these guys the opportunity to you know almost be like a professional team so we spoke to Carton House and uh, just off the back of that they were running a camp and asked us would we be interested in in coaching on it so that's how the link came about Uh, so basically we've signed up to, to, to work on all their football camps up right. in Curtain House um, and on the, on the back of that we're going to work there and bring teams across and we're going to do coach education days Great. And do the they... camp itself it'll yeah. be uh, it's two hours every day um, so the, the, they can come in in the morning they can do golf or they can do rugby and then they can come into us for two hours Right. and do they pay do they pay separately for each sport or is it do they pay one fee to get a couple of sports or three sports or what way does that work they can specifically come in for the two hours with us. They can come in for the two hours as a rugby coach, or they can do both, or they can do um, all three. I think I'm not 100%. They're all at the different point. times, anyhow. I do yeah, know that. So they're at different times. Th- yeah. That possibility is so, probably there. Yeah. If okay. anybody was interested, they just they can go on our social media page or Carton House, and uh, they can contact the sales team up there, and they'll they'll book them in or help them out. And again, you're with, you're with Coach and Cove or Leinster, and if you can go you can go online or onto the Facebook page, and you can see actually you have camps set around Leinster, and uh, there's a map there to show exactly where the camps are. Uh, I think it did have one up in Selbridge and they didn't get enough interest and it's gone so that kicked me in the arse but oh, well, they, they would have been um, the, the, or the if you like on the map on the front page there are weekly academies yes um, the camps would have been they're just one week uh, we do play like the Stars camps obviously in the summer and you know Christmas Yeah. so again we will be back in Selbridge um, at some point great um, because they, again as a club they've been a big advocate of it and they've tried to implement it with their academy and I think it's been quite successful for them um, I know that I worked with the, some of the five and six year olds that had been in the, the first skills academy out there in the nursery and they really good yeah. uh, absolutely enjoyable to to get kids that want to play football as well is really good at that yeah, age to coach anyone who's in, who just wants to get out and enjoy it and when they do the, when they do these sessions they just love it so not only can you enjoy your uh, coaching but you're going to be a multi-millionaire as well <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching. Cha-ching. That's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> listen, Stuart, uh, again, thanks very much. I'll be in touch with you about the youth diploma too every now and again. But uh, listen, thanks very much for your time. And uh, it means a success already. I'm sure it's just going to get bigger and bigger for you. That's brilliant. Listen, guys, thank you for having me on. No problem. Pleasure. Thanks very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.